Hey, good evening, and welcome to another episode of Love and Black with Tori and Terry. I'm your host, Tori Smith. Hey, guys, my wife is receiving an award tonight, and I'll be joining her shortly. So for now, it's just going to be you and me. And, you know, we talk to a lot of people across the country at... Um, are always looking for love, always looking for a, how can I get into a relationship with someone that, um, you know, I'm interested in, but I'm not really uh, in the in, in their mindset. So we constantly give advice on different topics and different, uh, you know, letters and uh, attributes of uh, what it takes to be involved in a relationship, but not just be involved, but know how to be involved. So uh, tonight's guests have been under each other's noses since they were children back in, uh, in Chicago. Can you believe it or not? Even though I'm in Houston, they're in Chicago. But anyway, they just kept missing each other for some reason or another until they got to high school. So after this break, we'll be talking with Team Adekoya when we return from commercial. Talk to you in a minute. Loving Black with Tori and Terry. Hey guys, as you know, if you want to be on the show, if you have a letter that you're um, wanting to have us read and answered on the show, or if you're just interested in being a sponsor or an advertiser, always got to hit us up at lovingblack number one at gmail.com. And as I mentioned before the break, we have Ola and Pam Anacoya with us in the, we're not even in the studio because they're actually out of town. So, how are you guys doing today? Doing good. How are you? Well, we are great. I am great. So, Team Atacoya came to us. Uh, we we put out a casting call. We were looking for couples, uh, you know, so we can interview them and all, and talk about not necessarily their love stories, but talk about maybe challenges that happened in their marriages and how they got over them. All of this, so we can help our audience and our viewers, uh, you know that are interested in getting married or already married and experiencing things. So um, they sent in a, a, a video and uh, we, we might play it, but uh, yeah, I, I, I don't want to embarrass them. But, uh, it, 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 it was a good video. It was pretty fun. So uh, what prompted you guys to send the video? Um, I just saw on Facebook um, another couple that was sending in one and I told you know, you got to drag your husband sometimes. So I dragged him in and said, babe, this is what we're doing. Uh, let's, <laughs> it. 
you know, we don't know how many people out there have a similar love story, but ours is is interesting to say the least. So yeah. Yeah. She, she proposed the idea to me and like she said, she kind of had to persuade me to do it. But once I was <laughs> able to kind of listen in and, and, and see the content, I was I was a huge fan of it and, and I'm definitely excited to be here today. Yeah. Well we, we appreciate it. And you know, we get a lot of video they come in and things like that and we you know, not just sifting through it, but um, you know, we, we try to make uh, each show relevant to our uh, our um, guests. So, um, been wanting to get you guys in there, and we finally got the opportunity here. So, why don't you guys tell us, uh, tell our viewers a little bit about yourselves and uh, where you guys are from? Um, so we're Team Atacoya. Um, we've been together 16 years. Um, been married for eight years. Born and raised in Chicago four amazing boys um moved to dallas about six years ago uh -huh. yes um really our children are the center of our lives um we started off as friends at the age of 14. wow um, and we've just been kind of just going through this journey through life together and uh growing from children to young adults to adults now it's just been it's been an incredible journey and i've loved every step of the way you know, a, a lot of couples really don't experience that. You know, we, we meet each other later in life and, or after multiple failed relationships or even failed marriages and all. But you guys have a have a unique story that uh, that my, my wife and I enjoyed when we were looking at the video and all. But the thing is, is that you guys weren't initially together. You just kind of knew each other or knew of each other. Right. 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 right absolutely. Yeah. So tell me a little story. How did, how did that transpire? <laughs> um, so I remember seeing Ola uh, seventh period world studies class. Um, he was around these group of guys. It was so it was a, mainly girls in our class because we were honors programs, and he okay. was on the local side, and I was on the more English side of the honors program. And so it was just a group of guys in the back, just making smart kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. right. Right. Yes, we were. Um, and he, the group of guys, were making a ton of noise. And back then, you know, it was cool for people to kind of make fun of each other in a you know fun, cool way or whatever. And yeah. so I looked at him, but he was quiet while it was going on you know so it's like he's kind of cute I, I like him um and i just remember saying hi and at the time i had a boyfriend um and this and what grade was this uh this is a freshman year, freshman in, year in high, high school. school okay yeah 2001 yeah so i introduced him to my boyfriend at the time oh my with, god did you say 2001 yeah, yes. yeah. I was probably into my third career, and <laughs> oh my God. And to us, 2001 seems like eons Ages ago. ago. Yes, yeah, sure. <laughs> it was forever ago for sure. Yeah, but um, we always we kind of had some classes together and stuff, and always kind of laughed with each other and thought each other was pretty cool. I didn't think he was into me at all. Um, uh, yeah, well, of course, because you had a boyfriend. Exactly. It's interesting because uh, we just did a, a show on our radio show about being attracted to someone that really they don't know you exist or whatnot, right? So uh, was that that kind of situation? Well, I mean, obviously you 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 knew of each other, but you know what what, what was going on? You know, uh, you know. Ola, did you just say, 
she got a boyfriend. I ain't gonna let it. I, I ain't gonna mess with it. Or you just like, damn, she got a boyfriend. But I think I can get that. I think, right. what, what are you thinking? <laughs> I think at, at 14, um, especially as a male, you're going through a lot of different uh, mental and emotional stages. And I was definitely um, a- attracted to her at, wow. at 14. She was um, she was smart. She was funny. Um, she was really, really sweet. Um, so I understood why she was in a relationship. I could see that. Um, so um, at that time, I wasn't, you know, I, I've, I've never been the, the type to kind of just say, well, you know, if I if I want her, I'm going to go get her. You know, I, I respected the fact. And then she introduced me to the gentleman. So I can't very well come back around and and, and, and do that. So I was. Um, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I, I didn't know about that part. <laughs> why, why would you introduce him? It was an awkward. It was an awkward situation. He had came to pick me up from class. Yeah. Um, he. And I think uh, we were talking. I think we were talking on, we the, were, way yes, okay. on the way out of class. Yeah. Right. Yes. Yeah. So not yes. to be awkward, she yeah. introduced me exactly. to just say. Okay. Okay. I thought yeah. you were just like, "Hey, this is other dude that I'm messing <laughs> no, right? Because no. friend zone that would make sense, right? Like, hey, come here. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, we were but giggling no, out of class, and was... he was awkwardly kind of standing there, like, "What's going on?" And I'm like, "Oh, um, this is Ola." <laughs> right. And Ola, yeah. So. Gotcha. I was um I was able to kind of just you know kind of hang around a little bit like she said we shared you know not too many classes but we had a few classes here and there and our lockers weren't too far from each other but we were in the same graduating year so we all had divisions in the same kind of area and I always saw her at assemblies and she danced um amazingly so (laughs) anytime the dance production did a show you know our division was able to kind of you know view that and when I saw her dance you know it was like, wow, she's incredibly talented. You know, I like her even more. But I know, got, I know we got a small screen here, but uh, can you get up and give us an example? Oh, Lord, no. <laughs> <laughs> that was four kids ago. <laughs> I'm just, I, I joke, I joke a lot. That's good. Yeah. So, so you guys are in high school, and um, so did the boyfriend ever get jealous of Ola? Um, so he was a year older than we were, and he's also in an honors program. So actually, he had more classes with you guys than I even had with you. I did share a class with this with this gentleman, uh, yes. chemistry class we, we had together. And um, he would just talk about, because again, they're younger, they're my age. And uh, so he would be like, they're back there, they're joking. Because, you know, they're smart, but, they, you know, you got to be cool. So you're joking. Uh, and they're making so much noise. They're not going to learn anything. They're the worst medical, you know, group there is. Um, and so, yeah, and I would just be sitting there listening like, oh, yeah, well, I think, you know, they're pretty cool and their group's pretty cool. And, you know, um, he he there was no room for jealousy because he was definitely very hands on in the relationship. Um, he would follow me everywhere. He had to plan our schedule out um, in high school. Oh, yeah. Like, um, and my mom kind of helped that situation because my mom was very similar to him uh, in wow. raising us. And so it, it would be like, well, I don't want her out past six o'clock. I couldn't be anywhere past 6 p.m. And this so, kinda, yeah. <laughs> oh, definitely, you were definitely with someone at a young age with narcissistic personality. I believe it. I believe wow. it. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And you say your, mo- your mother's like that as well? 
Yeah, so my mom, um, for fear of the things that have happened in her past, um, right. she was very much, at protective. least with me, super protective. protective. And the way that he physically looked and knowing that he was smart, um, she trusted um, that he wouldn't put me in harm's way. Whereas Ola's look was more kind of like gym shoes, like, you right. know, a Nietzsche from head to toe, fitted hat. And this gentleman was not like that. So um, my mom preferred me to be with uh, this other gentleman. And um, yeah, he would he would be, I'll, I'll have her home by 6.30, is that okay? You know, uh, you know. well, we're gonna go do this. And you know, he plan out everything, even my dance competitions and whether I audition places. Was oh, yeah, that, he was acting like a manager and everything. Yes. All yeah. of that, he was all so of that. I mean, we. I mean, you know, when you're in high school in a relationship, I mean, that's puppy love. That's on the phone giggling all night and stuff yeah. like that. That sounded more like a a work relationship. Yes, it was, and my mom made it so that like I could only talk to one person a night, and so he was that person. So like, night, yes, my mom did not like phone calls at <laughs> night. She thought funny things could happen on the phone. Uh, but yeah, nine o'clock he called like clockwork at nine o'clock when he had just left my house at seven, um, and uh, call at nine, and then I would be able to talk to him until ten, yeah. and then phone privileges was off. So, so let me ask, Ola, when did you shoot your shot? Uh, I finally, um, <laughs> I finally got a, enough courage to be able to. I wrote her a note my senior year in high school, mm -hmm. beginning of the beginning of the semester. Oh, way and beginning. This was the first Did year. You like me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I, I, I wrote something. You know, I had a little bit more. Um, I, I had a little bit more. Uh, kind of careful with my words basically i just i asked her if i could share some time with her you know uh, i didn't I, I really wasn't you know wanted to disrupt you, what she you, had you were, you were smooth with it i was so really trying to because when you're going into that type of situation i didn't know how she felt in her relationship whether her relationship was you know she would even entertain the idea of being able to kind of you know spend a little bit of time with me just so i can get to know her on a different level and when I sent the note, I immediately, you know, I gave it to her. I said, you know, this is just for you. You know, let me know what you think about it. You know, call me on the number or text me or whatever, what have you. But um, I leaving that conversation, I didn't think she was going to call me. I did not think she was going to call me. My friends were telling me, like, that's basically a married woman. You shouldn't even be talking to her. It was just like, well, you know, you never really know. Like, though, to me, yeah, you know, it seemed like a married woman. Yeah. You know, I was just like, well, you know, let's see what she said. <laughs> let's see what she say out of the situation and she she called me that night and, and i think we talked for we talked for yeah until her I, mama said get off the phone until my mama said get off the phone <laughs> so, and, so hold on so hold on so what, what about the nine o'clock call with with the other guy right so what everyone at school didn't know and that's also the problem like the teachers all of our friends everyone did consider us married um wow. so what everyone didn't know he went off to college and um right before school started for me um, he and I got into an argument and I felt like he wasn't listening to what I needed. I was worried about going into college. I was worried about finances. And he was like, well, you'll get over that. You know, those are small problems. Try being mm -hmm. freshman in college. And, you know, he always diminished my, um, 
what I was going through because I was a year younger. Um, and so, yeah, we broke up. We broke up. We went on a break. That's what I told him. Like, I need space. I need a break. But no one else knew that because he continually came up to the school after his classes um, to pick me up from school, um, to check in on me. He would ask the teachers how I was doing. Um, yeah. Was he physical with you or anything like that? Um, uh, there have been times. There have been times. Um, but it, it, was, it was very... It, it was it, it again what the environment that i grew up in that was typical. No. yeah that was and i just didn't know any better i just I honestly so you were didn't. living in dysfunction but you didn't realize it i did not realize it i didn't wow. okay and he's he's nowhere around now right does he follow you around or um media or anything? Well, he does still keep in contact with my family he kept in contact with my family for a while uh -huh. um and including my mother and my sister and my sisters because he's um friended my half sister and um yeah on facebook so in the picture then yes and now he's married actually to my ex-best friend so really mm -hmm. so uh, okay ex-best friend because she broke the girl code yeah she did break the girl code um for sure but not just with being with him but also sharing things that she and i uh oh, yeah, were talking sure. about she shared it with him yeah she and did. then he would call me and say i heard this and it's like wait hold on how did you hear that i only told her um so yeah it was definitely gotcha. some privileges that were being gotcha. shared that shouldn't have been <laughs> so Ola, you worked yourself out of the friend zone i did i did <laughs> so let, let, let me ask you because the because when we talked the other night I, I was under the impression that, you know, you were just kind of like waiting to take your shot. I mean, you know, were you definitely in the friend zone or did you kind of put yourself there so you can stay close to the situation? I think I, I think I, I, I'm more, I, I put myself there out of respect wow. for what she had with him. Just because okay. at that age, you know, growing up, um, my parents weren't married. I grew up in a single parent household and mm -hmm. I, I didn't understand the the idea of a real relationship, like a serious relationship at that age. She, I tell her all the time, she was my first very serious girlfriend. Like mm -hmm. she's been the first person to meet my mother and meet my family. All the other girls was kind of just, you know, casual dating that you do in high school. You meet somebody at a, at a mall, you talk yeah. to them a couple of times, you may take them to Ruby Tuesdays and never hear from them again. <laughs> um, something something along those lines, that's kind of where I was I was at around, you know. Oh, oh, the Ruby Tuesdays, huh? <laughs> when you're 15 and 16 and you work with a small budget, Ruby Tuesdays. Hey, look, 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 look. Back in my day, it was, it was, it was a sizzler, right? <laughs> <laughs> it was, hey, look, it was a sizzler. And then when, 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 when we got older, we got grown, it was red lobster. Red Lobster, right, right. Red Lobster. Red Lobster came towards the end of my career, but yeah, definitely, you know, Ruby Tuesdays, because there was a, a Ruby Tuesdays always in the, the bottom floor of the mall, so yeah. that's me, was my go-to. I, I love clothes, you know. I love Ruby Tuesdays, though. Yeah, Ruby Tuesdays. They were having in Texas, I don't think. Yeah, I, didn't, I haven't seen any either, and no, just when yeah. we, were, we were in Illinois for a wedding, we saw that they still had a Ruby Tuesdays oh, yeah. at the same yeah, mall. I, I, I was one... I was in Ohio before the pandemic, and uh, mm -hmm. I made sure I ate there at least a couple times. <laughs> yeah. it I, is I know, I, that's the only place other than Chick Fil A I get a salad from. So, yeah. start on Chick Fil A. That's a whole nother. <laughs> you're listening, I just gave you a plug, so you can come on back with some uh, sponsorship dollar if you want to. So. <laughs> <laughs> so fast forward, you guys. Um, what? What? That was twelfth grade. 
Yes. yes. Okay, so well, uh, tell us about your college uh, years. Did you guys go to school together? How did that work? We went to separate colleges because by the time that we had started dating, and even we probably wouldn't have changed it anyways, but by the time we started dating, um, we had both already you know, chosen committed our colleges our school, and we right. committed to it. Um, right. So colleges were um, 45 minutes to an hour apart in not even a suburb his is in the country of illinois mine was more like suburban yeah. um of illinois close to chicago um Rosemont, somewhere around that area. Uh, no well no a little west yeah okay. so okay. like yeah. yeah so his is in decal mm. and then mine is in near naperville, naperville lyle mm. oh, um, i love naperville yeah yeah, yeah. oh it's beautiful um, and, yes I, I loved it but it's extremely expensive um but um yeah so we had no car again i'm first i'm first generation college student and i know like you you just didn't have a car you're not first generation but you're first generation he's first generation here um, so we didn't have a car. We basically, to get to each other, had to take a bus and a train. And it was like a two hour ride. Mm-hmm. Yes. Greyhound. You had to take one Greyhound and then connect to a metro. And then from the metro station, I had to take a cab to get to her. So. Right. And this is before Uber or Lyft. No, yeah. no, nothing. I wish, I, had that I wish we had it too. <laughs> that was love. That was love. Yes. Yeah. We yeah. did that for a little bit. And then fall a little bit closer into October that's when he had decided I was too much that's when the first breakup <laughs> happened yes and um I just uh during that period of time you're going through college you're going through different changes and meeting you know different people and and I think at that time not not having the experience of being in a serious relationship with someone that you care deeply about uh-huh. you don't have the luxury of being able I used to see her every day we would be you know I'd see her in the morning whenever she got to school because she was always late sure. um <laughs> and then we always hung out after school and it was yeah. always a, a good time she and you know we enjoy being around each other we had more serious though so yeah being at two different exactly uh, so, so you so know hard. it was it was around that time i just you know i felt you know i needed a break and um she was you know devastated and i think it only lasted like about a month maybe a month and a half or yeah it was like three weeks yeah it wasn't yeah. wasn't too long her half of her life and she was like this is all your fault you had to get back with me right <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was uh it was it was difficult it was a, a difficult time so we we got back together um it, shortly right before our anniversary in december and yeah we got back together before thanksgiving because we yeah. came home together for okay. thanksgiving and um then my grandmother had an accident um and ended up in the hospital and he was with her during that time she was very close with him um, oh, wow. yeah, yeah she she wasn't very close with anyone else as close as she was with him yeah. um and uh yeah so she had accident she was in the hospital and then we both went back to school we were together mm-hmm that um whole time and then right before christmas break my grandmother passed um, he was the last one to go see her in the hospital before she passed um and that that surely strengthened your bond with him right i i I, you know what's so funny about it is even at that time like when i came home for thanksgiving she'd asked about him and i was like oh you'll see him soon and um she was like um oh that you know um that's gonna be your husband. And I was like, I was like, come on. And I'm like, well, it's not really going the way I want to. I still wanna meet his mom. I still wanna do all this. She was like, don't worry. It'll be your time and it'll be soon. I'm yeah. like, hey, what are you talking about? Like, what are you talking about? Speaking of husband, 
So um, the last few shows, last couple of shows rather, and I've been doing this for the last few months because I've been noticing a trend. Ola, when when you first laid eyes on her, even though you were in, in high school or even, you know, because you guys in the same area, when you first laid eyes on her, what what thoughts were running through your mind or what did you, did was there a statement or something that you said that she was going to be to you? Um, when I first laid eyes on her, I just thought, I was just like, wow, she's really, whew. I, I couldn't even put into words how I, I felt about her at that time because your hormones are just raging. But yeah. I think more so when I was finally able to get to know her and finally be able to kind of kind of explore who she is and, and how, you know, she she's an empath. She cares about everyone, any and everyone. She's this she's I always call her like the sweetest human being on the face of this earth. She's oh. incredibly kind. She's incredibly warm and that's when i kind of knew um shortly after we started dating like a few weeks in i told her i love her and she didn't believe me but i honestly meant it because of the way that she was able to kind of there's a feeling that you've never really feel before as as a yeah, man yeah. so yeah. you're just like you know you know i you know yeah you know. you know with her it's just like and, and, and that's what i'm that's what i was alluding to i, I, I didn't want to tell it because i didn't want to um you know say the words but you knew that she was going to be your what my wife yeah i just okay. i knew that you know even at the time i didn't know exactly know what marriage was i just knew i didn't want to let her go i didn't want to be with anyone else so, so check this out and literally i've been like a hundred percent like you know for the past few months but i every couple that we spoke with whether it's on the show or whether it's uh in real life on uh during one of our counseling sessions we go through the love story phase and Every person, including myself, has said, this is going to be my wife. Like, maybe the very first time you ever laid eyes on her, something in you said, this is going to be my wife. And once again, you know, it, it holds true. And it just, you know, I'm going to have to write a book about it or something. Because, <laughs> yes, sir. You know, because it's too prominent within me. But something's going, something within our souls. Yep. Know yep. This person that I just met is the one. Yep. Right? So when did you guys actually get married? July sixth of two thousand thirteen. Yeah. Okay. So from two thousand one, and you were in college, and what two thousand four? Uh, so what took so long? Um. <laughs> uh, me. Yeah. You. I, I took I took a little I took a while. So that's um, gonna be my wife. <laughs> yeah, that was I knew she was gonna be my wife, but she's gonna have to stick around for a little while because I don't know I don't know exactly what that feels like. But I think you have to way, make sure. Yeah, I have to make sure. I mean, she she's always been there. She's always let me know that she was always going to be there. Yeah. Um, we had our first child together before we were married. Our first, our oldest son, Miles, was born in two thousand eight. Okay. Um, and then <clears throat> we were together at the time. Our second son, Bryce, was a complete surprise. He was born in 2010 and um, mm. things were kind of rough for us during that time as far as our relationship was concerned. We weren't really seeing eye to eye on a lot of the long term goals that we had. Mm. Um, she was getting ready to graduate college. I was kind of still kind of finding my way. 
I was changing majors, trying to just, you know, figure out how to be able to provide at that point. Because once you become a father before you become a husband, right. there's a whole nother hat that has to be put on. I was more focused on providing um, for, you know, my, my son and ultimately for her before I was able to kind of even think about what marriage looks like. Because I hadn't been exposed to marriage in my childhood. My parents weren't married. Um, my aunt and my uncle were the only two individuals that I knew that they were married and you don't know what a marriage looks like, you know, behind closed doors. Oh, let me ask you, did you take any premarital courses or anything? We, we ended up, so like, because we had known each other for so long, I going to Benedictine, um, that it was a Catholic university. So I did a lot of, um, we had different, even though it was Catholic, different denominations had different sections inside the university. And so Reverend Owens knew of our relationship. Anytime we took a break, I went to her for counseling. I went to them um, and Miss Yvette, who also similar story to us with her husband and um, her husband and Miss Yvette were, uh, you know, Christian and things like that. So when we wanted to get married or we wanted some situations, I would have bring him to my school and we would talk to Reverend Owens or we talk to Miss Yvette. Yeah. Um, and then finally, when we had decided to get married, we had uh, Reverend Owens uh, be our officiant and before then she met with us to kind of catch up on what yeah. was going on with our relationship and um the best advice that i think she gave us is as though we are each other's everything because we have um grown up together that mm -hmm. we need to find other people to also be able to kind of speak with so we're not kind of just leaning only on each other um, that's, and that's so true. yeah that's so true yeah. and one of the questions i was getting ready to ask uh, you know is pertaining to that i mean You've been with each other since, you know, basically the end of high school and, uh, you know, well into adulthood now. And the thing, is, the thing is, is that normally when you're like only with each other or only been with each other, you know, sometimes the mind starts playing, playing tricks on, you know, what else is out there or, you know, what haven't I experienced and things like that. And although you just mentioned that you had some, you guys had some challenges going on. So to our viewers that's been in long term relationships, emphasis on the way I say long, <laughs> you know, for some of our viewers that, that's been in long term relationships with only that one person that are having uh, problems, what would you say to them? Or give us an example of one of the issues that you guys were having being in a long term relationship that you've overcome that you can help them with. Um, obviously, uh, you know, when you're with someone for as long as we've been together, there's <clears throat> there's always going to be tests in your relationship and there's always going to be tests that you have to um, deal with individually. And there's always going to be temptation. Temptation is everywhere. I mean, this is it's earth. And there are a lot of people that do um, respect the idea that you're with someone. And there are some people that may not necessarily have that same amount of respect. Um, so, you know, there was some instances to where I was kind of uh, speaking with other women at the time. And um, when you have that um, that time in your life where you kind of feel like, well, I've been with Pam for, you know, this amount of years and, you know, I love her, but your male instinct kind of kicks in, you know, what's kind of going on over here. Your attention span may be distracted. And then mind you, she's not with me. She's an hour away and, you know, there's no Uber. And right when I did get a car, I was still kind of working fairly, you know, heavily and then still going to school full time and then partying with my friends and stuff like that. 
um it, it really just comes down to knowing what do you want as a person and if you truly do want her you know and that's ultimately who i've always wanted was her and it's about being able to kind of show that and do the things that are necessary to be able to maintain that um that part of your relationship um there there's always even you know i've been married eight years and um it'll be eight years in in july 6th it is never um been a a thought that's crossed my mind to wonder what if or, or anything like that this was you know i truly believe that she was literally you know made for me from god um she's we've been drawn together even when i've tried to push us apart <laughs> it's always drawn us back together and the fact that we've kind of grown up in the same area and she would be in the same parks that i would go to and we it just seems you know it seems right and ultimately she's you know she's my best friend she's the friendship that i have with her ultimately i think is what keeps our marriage as, as kind of strong yeah, as what it sure. is like we're really really good friends before you know before the parent stuff comes in and even before yeah. the marriage stuff comes in because so. you two are the nucleus of your relationship and yeah. that's really good advice and those of you that are uh, in long-term relationships either married or not married but plan on getting married that's some great advice pam from a female perspective uh, what would you say to that? Um, I think that one of the big challenges is overcoming, from from my perspective at least, overcoming some of those challenges where it's like, I know in my heart that this is who I'm supposed to be with, but how long am I supposed to wait? You know, um, and that's why ours is love is patient. That was part of it because I felt like I was being patient, but I was being very impatient. Mm -hmm. You know, I thought that if I kept bringing it up or if I kept mentioning it or if I kept pushing and pushing and pushing, he'd finally give in. And then in the end of it, it's like, you don't want someone to give in. Yeah, you want somebody to want you just as much as you want them and you want it to, you know, you both to come together. And so I eventually stopped mentioning it. I, you know, I stopped mentioning it. I'm like, you know, um, we can co-parent at one point where I'm like, you know, we have two boys, but, you know, we she can was getting ready to leave. <laughs> she was getting ready to leave. Yeah, basically, she was getting ready to go. I was starting to find my own value. That's what I was thinking about. Was, yeah. <laughs> So, you got to know your own value. I think that that's the big thing. You got to know your own value, what you want. Know what, what your worth is. Yes, yeah. what your worth is. You have to know. It was very difficult for me to know that based on how I grew up, who I was with most of high school from freshman to my beginning of my senior year. Right. And then, you know, coming with Ola, who wasn't as, you know, overbearing. He wasn't as on top of me. He didn't need to be with me constantly. It's like, well, where's the value if you don't want to be with me 100% all the time, you know? Yeah. Um, so definitely. And I think people have to realize that even though we're as one, we're married, we're one we're still individuals so we yes. have individuality within our you know relationship because i mean you know then now you're just a slave to each other right you know, even though scripture says submit themselves submit yourselves one to another it doesn't mean that you know hey i'm with you 24 7 you were me 24 7 you're only going to do what i say or i'm only <laughs> it doesn't mean that you know we still have to have our individuality yes. you know or you still need to go hang out with the boys maybe go you know shoot some ball play some golf whatever hey i'm saying hey with you you know have your girls day you know yeah. do what you guys do and stuff and uh, and then come back together 
because yep. that's when you wow i missed you yeah right? yeah <laughs> like, hey let me tell you about my day but exactly. if you're together 24 7 i yeah. mean what's there to talk what, about <laughs> what, what's there to talk about you know I, I i heard chris rock say this on one of his um uh, shows one time and it was so funny but it's so true you know go get kidnapped or something give me something <laughs> you know, come back with something exciting to talk about or whatever yeah. you know, we're going to go to commercial and we are going to come back with the letter of the day and we're going to read that and i want your input on that for this particular couple and um i so far i mean this is a great show and i just love talking to you guys so Enjoy it. We're going to be right back after this quick commercial break. Love and Black with Tori and Terry is officially live across Apple Music, Spotify, and iHeart Media platforms. At Love and Black with Tori and Terry, we cultivate positive love conversations, which means that your love is always in the positive. Join us as we discuss marriage, relationships, and singles topics, as well as answer your letters on air. To be a guest on the show, advertise, sponsor, or submit a topic, email us at loveandblack1 at gmail.com. Find us by typing Love in Black with Tori and Terry in your preferred media platform. We now return to Love in Black with Tori and Terry. Welcome back to Love in Black with Tori and Terry. Again, it's just me today. Hey, we are talking with Ola and Pam Adekoya. And we've had a great conversation thus far. And now we're going to get into our letter of the day. A letter of the day comes from, I always do that. <laughs> anyway, uh, dear Tori and Terry, my boyfriend and I have been together for five years. During, the, during these five years, we've had many ups and downs, mostly ups. Our love is real and so are our fights. Right now, I need you to settle an issue between my boyfriend and me. He seems to think that he can just talk to any female he pleases and it's okay. He's on social media all the time. He even receives phone calls from several women that I know nothing about. He's a photographer, which is understandable, but there has to be a line drawn in the sand. When I look at the messages or even happen to hear him on the phone, the conversations have nothing to do with photography. I told him that we need to establish boundaries around his work and our relationship and the women that he shoots. He totally disregards my request and says that he's making money to put food on our table. How can I make him aware of my problem with this without us fussing and fighting? I'm really ready to throw in a towel because of the constant disrespect. Thank you guys for helping me. Wow. So once again, we, we, we have a, an issue where, not, not really an issue, but uh, this is a common uh, occurrence for us that we experience where we have, um, you know, people talking to the opposite sex, whether, whether they're married or in relationships. 
And common sense would tell you that, hey, if you can't be friends with my wife or if you can't be friends with my husband, then we can't be friends, right? And and what does friends look like, right. you know? I mean, if you got somebody sliding into your DM or whatever and talking about, you know, hey, you know, uh, I'm checking you out, whatever the, the word is or whatever they say. But if you tell them, and, and we've had this plenty of times I'm going to say, hey, I'm married or I have a boyfriend and the guy like, well, does he allow you to have friends? Man, me, I'm looking at I just want to snatch dude through the computer like, what the hell are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> you know? well, first of all, what constitutes a, a, a friend right. of the opposite sex outside of your marriage? You know, it, 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 it really, to me, it doesn't make any sense. So, and, and we've covered this before, but uh, it, it's always good to hear different people's perspectives. So, what do you guys think about friends with opposite sex? Um, in the beginning of our relationship, that was a huge issue. Um, I was at the place where she was. Um, Ola had a few um, co-workers, one in particular, um, that was definitely interested in him. Everyone could tell um, that she was. And according to him, he was not interested in her. Um, but there will be times we'd be in, in bed you know just the two of us and he'd take a call and he'd get up and he'd go into a closet to go speak with her um yeah a closet no less you right? Be your prayer closet. <laughs> right right you talking to Jesus? <laughs> <laughs> um so actually our breakup in 08 um no, 09, September 09 had a, a lot to do with that. And I know she's saying what she wants to do it without fuss. Um, but unfortunately, that's not how it happened with me. I had had enough. So I was fussing. <laughs> and it's very difficult to do. Um, but I don't know. I always I felt like, you know, Ola at the time didn't have very many boundaries. He felt like he controlled the situation. He wasn't interested. So it wasn't a problem, even though. I felt like when you're spending time with somebody else in, you know, uh, in that manner, you're either one leading her on or two, she, you know, she thinks she has a chance and three, she's disrespecting your, your relationship. Um, but I guess you, you didn't see it that way at the time. At the time. So, at yeah. The time. Yeah. Well, we uh, can't see the forest for the trees, but yeah. um, in, in the case of, first of all, respect. I mean, you know, and I know we're, we're talking about the letter, but um even in, in your situation you know it had a matter to do with respect you know could you not have had that same conversation with that female in front of him i could have you know i definitely could have especially because i was not i was not um i wasn't interested in this individual yeah so i could have okay so to relate that or correlate that with the letter then were you thinking that Okay, this is work related. Let me just get up and, and, and take this. Yep, it was it was work related. Um, you know, anytime I would assume I would be getting a call, it would be something work related, but then the conversations wouldn't be work related at all towards the, you know, the you know, after the initial work conversation is done, wherever 30 seconds, 45 seconds, then it would lead into something else. And um, but I think when you're going through uh that type of um that type of interaction with an individual you want to be able to handle it a lot better than i did frankly at that particular point in time but uh boundaries are important 
Uh, yeah. Boundaries are extremely important, not only just for you, but also for your relationship and your relationship. Um, it, it hinges on those boundaries. So people are only going to go as far as you'll let them. So if you stop it, you know, kind of dead in the water, then it won't be seen as disrespect and your partner will know that she's not being disrespected. And then, you know, you got to sometimes you got to turn and turn around and put the shoe on the other foot. You know, how would you feel if, you know, your wife is, you know, or your significant other is engaging in those conversations? And I know with me, I'm not going to have it. So I don't even want, you know, people asking. Exactly. Exactly. So you know regardless if you put you can put food on your table you can still do things in a professional manner and still be able to run your business and um there you know will be some people who won't like you for it but then there are other people that will want to work with you professionally and want to work with you more because of your relationship with your significant other so you just never know yeah you know both of you guys said some things that are that totally rang true and that my wife and i would tell you know any couple first of all there's the respect factor, you know, would you talk to someone else of the opposite sex right there in front of your spouse and have to have to walk away? First of all, that's disrespectful. So if he's taking these calls, uh, you know, from these women or whatnot, and again, if he can't say whatever it is in front of his spouse, then nothing should be said at all. Right. Then you guys, you know, and, and the lady in the letter mentioned it also. Boundaries. Boundaries are so important in a relationship. Expectations and boundaries kind of go hand in hand with us. You know, because we, you know, we talk about expectations of the relationship. And this, the expectation is, hey, I understand that you have to make money, right? I understand that this is your profession. However, keep it professional. Yep. Right. You know, I, I expect you to be professional when you encounter these. And is he only shooting women? I mean, we don't know a lot about it. Right, yeah, right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but is he is he only shooting? Uh, you know, giving shots of, of women, and if he is, you know, are you in agreement with the type of uh, shots that are, are are being done? You know, are they seductive in nature, or are they just you know, hey, I'm getting married and I need some shots? You know, I mean, what, we don't we don't know what type of photographer he is. You know, but the thing is. When you're in a situation like this, and I, I, I do want to keep it focused around boundaries because this guy seems to be breaking all the boundaries, you know, of a relationship as, as that pertains. So one, if you're in this situation and you know, and, and you're talking to someone about the sex, if it's not professional, bring it back to the professional. Right. Okay. If you are talking to someone and, and it happens to veer off, you know, hey, you know. We're talking about photography here. You know, what, what, what are you talking about? You know, right, right. And, and, and a, a, another big thing is, don't talk about your marital issues. Let's say you're on a job. That's you know, no. yeah. <laughs> that is, yeah. We get a lot of people that talk about their their their, their marital issues to, to people that are opposite sex. You know, yeah. and especially you, if you're a woman, you never do this to a guy. Yeah. Because the guy's like, what's wrong with you, girl? Come in, let me talk to you. You know, you don't want that going on. Um, be transparent. Yes. You know, he's, he's not being transparent here. So you have to be transparent in these situations as well. You know, let your wife in on the conversation. Let her, uh, well, I don't believe that, Mary. I think she said that her boyfriend go. But still, mm. if you know, you've been in a relationship for five years. Hello. Yeah. 
<laughs> you know, it, 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 you know, again, you haven't required him to marry you or whatnot. Uh, you know, Pam, remember what you were talking about at first about you know forcing the, the issue and all. He's going to continue to do this until you start making some requirements of him. Yes. And if if, if if that doesn't happen, this is his ticket. This is his like he say, well, we're not married or whatever, and you know, I feel that you know, hey, this is part of my job, you know. So identify what's appropriate and what's not. You know, exactly. You know, let him know, hey, I'm not putting up with this. You know, you know, either you know, either either we're taking this to the next level, or you know, you can be with these women. <laughs> yeah. So we don't advocate divorce, but in this situation, they're not married. So you need to, like you said, Pam, know who you are, know your work. <laughs> you, know? you have to uh, be in a, a healthy place with yourself as an individual. And I think if you, if she, what it sounds like, she sounds like she loves this gentleman to a, a very deep degree. Um, yeah. From a male perspective, if I know that a woman cares for me like that, it's definitely difficult to communicate with women. I will say that it is definitely <laughs> difficult to communicate with them. But you have to try. You have to try yeah. to do it. You have. You can't really expect them to understand. But as long as you say, "Hey, this is kind of how I want to be able to run my business. What can we do to be able to keep our relationship?" or Honestly, that may be um what do you call it? A, a rule breaker. Oh, she yeah, had, I, I call it non-negotiables. Non-negotiables. Thank you. Non-negotiables. Non-negotiables. Sure. There are things yeah. that we are able to kind of um to I cannot think collaborate with yeah. and yeah. we can you, but you guys are you, you guys are totally hitting the nails on the head because that's the same thing that we would let them know. You know, what are your non-negotiables in this yes. relationship? What do you stand for? Yeah. You know, you know, what, what, what is it that, you know, are your deal breakers? What are you not going to do? So in establishing boundaries with this person or anybody, when establishing boundaries, know who you're dealing with. Yes. You know, first step in the process is to identify those people that don't respect boundaries. And obviously, this guy doesn't respect boundaries. So know who you're dealing with. If you know he's not the person that respects boundaries, Start doing, you know, you know, again, set these requirements of him, right? So I don't even know if I would call, you know, I mean, you know, if he thinks boundaries is a word that's going to tie him down and things, you know, talk to him in a manner where, you know, hey, these are things that I need in our relationship. In the relationship, right. And and if you can't give them to me, then there's not going to be a relationship. Yeah, you know, so break it down, right? Mm-hmm. Pay attention, you know, when, um, you know, when, when they start to think that, oh, you're setting boundaries, you know, now you're becoming too pushy, you know, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, I, I, I don't think I discuss stuff that's inappropriate, uh, you know, but you do, you know, and, and now you're just trying to control me. It's not about that. Let them know it's not about that. You know, it's prioritizing your needs over their needs. Absolutely. Right? Yeah, and, and and if you're feeling like you know, like he's doing something, I mean, you gotta trust your gut a lot of times. You know? Yeah, you know, find out you know for yourself. Okay, is this a boundary that's being broken, or is he truly trying to do business here? You know, so look, you know, so however you look at it, you have to kind of weigh it out. You know, but if you're feeling and having a sick feeling all the time or you know you know when, when you guys are thinking about it and, and, or talking about it and you just don't feel white trust your gut in in, in those instances 
this, right? State your position. Let him know or let her know if it's the opposite way around. Right. Or how you feel, you know? Yes. Don't sugarcoat it. You know? Don't sugarcoat it. All you gotta do is, is, is just communicate with each other. Absolutely. Yeah, communication is key. Absolutely. I don't you know, I don't like it when blank you make me feel or I not you make me feel, I'm sorry. I feel this way when you're communicating with other women in that matter, you know, talk to them, let them know. All right. And the last point I would give is be assertive. Don't back down. Yep. Right. If you guys are in a position where, um, you know, this is happening and you know, boundaries need to be set. Don't, 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 don't just give up just because, you know, if, if he's like, you know, well, I ain't doing nothing, so I don't need boundaries. Set. No, we all need boundaries. Yes. <laughs> you know, but whatever the case is, you know, there, there, there has to be boundaries built around it. So that's all I have on it. You know, guys, I appreciate you guys. And man, you were right on point. You were right along with me, you know, with, with, with what we need to, um, you know, the advice that we need to give us later. Give our viewers one more, you know, just one nugget of advice from the both of you guys that uh, will, you know, encourage them to, uh, hey, go after that person that, you know, <laughs> that you want, you know, don't be. Yeah, just, um, you know, stay, obviously, you know, stay respectful of people's boundaries. I think that's the, the main thing. But um, just, you know, love is out there. I truly believe love is out there for everybody, for, everybody. for everyone. And um, if you can identify what you want as an individual, I truly believe that there is love out there for everyone, for everyone to be able to experience. Um, and you know, when you are able to find that person that you can be lucky enough to spend the rest of your time with, put effort, you know, put effort continual and continue effort, effort in, continual. you know, your yeah. relationship, it changes, it evolves, you know, as you get older, things change, kids, pets, whatever it may be. Well, you say pets? Yes. Cause I got a lot of them. I'm not an animal guy, but I got a lot of them, but that's what love will take you. Love will take you on a journey to where you have a rabbit in, in the house, but not a rabbit. Yeah. Yes. That's where love, love will take you. But, um, love is definitely a, a journey. It's, it's a journey that, um, we, you know, are blessed to be able to have one another. And I think if you can enjoy the journey along the way, I think, you know, everything else will just take care of itself. Awesome. That is some great advice. Thank and you. For me, my closing argument here, guys, your marriage is your most precious relationship. Yes. Absolutely. Right? So to protect healthy marital boundaries, you have to decide how to approach these friendships. You know, it, 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 you know, I don't know, you know, I don't know if he's calling these women friends or whatever he's calling, you know, he's saying this work, but decide how to approach if your spouse, and this is the bottom line, even though she's not married to him, it's still important to have boundaries in a relationship. Yes. So if your spouse, your girlfriend, uh, whoever it is feels uncomfortable about your opposite sex friends, don't push them away or blame them for feeling insecure. Healthy boundaries are built on understanding and respect for the other person's feelings. Yes. Right? So if you don't have respect for the other person's feelings, yeah. why are you in a relationship anyway? Right. You're wasting, wasting time. Why? Absolutely. Why? And the bottom line is 
for the boundaries you're giving the other person and even yourself reassurances that you're committed to the marriage. That's right. Really- yeah, that's all I have. Guys, it has been a pleasure. I really thank you guys for coming on. Thank, thank you for having us. Thank you. Love the conversation, love the topic. I hate that my wife missed today, <laughs> but um, I'm getting ready to join her uh, you know, at her event. So um, we just want to thank you guys for joining us and uh, blessings to your marriage and blessings thank to you. Thank you. Thank to you as well. And thank you for having us on. And congrats to your wife as well for the award that she's receiving later today. Thank you. I sure she appreciate it. Hey guys, we um, come to a close here with another episode of Love and Black with Tori and Terry. And just want to thank you guys for tuning in once again. Remember, if you have a letter that you want read and want some advice on it, if you want to be a sponsor or advertiser on our show, or if you just want to uh, be a guest, like the team, I call them team, at Akoya. If you just want to be a guest on our show, all you got to do is send an email to us at number one at gmail.com. And if you want to be a guest, shoot us a quick little two-minute video snippet telling us why you love Love and Black and why you guys would like to be on the show. All right. So we will see you guys next Friday night. Same Black time, same Black channel. I'll see you later. Bye-bye.